Well, my podcast today is another episode of Full Parvis Podcast, also called Clean Breaks. Today's guest is Emmanuel Anderson. Peace, bro. How you doing? How you doing, man? Man, I'm blessed, man. I'm, I'm really uh, glad that you had some time to make and, and, and allow me to uh, take part in interviewing you and, and getting this done. So tell me, where'd you grow up? I grew up in Dallas, Texas, um, in North Dallas, off of Forest Lane in Ardelia. Okay. So I reside in Dallas, Texas. Uh, all of my people reside from Louisiana, and my mother's people reside from Cuba. Well, also you, also you got Cuban in the family. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's on the mom. On that's on mom's side. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. So you do you speak Spanish? Poquito. <laughs> <laughs> where, 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 where do you ever try to exercise it? And, and, and get in the, in the habit of, of knowing it. Yeah, yeah, I've tried. I've tried. You know, I try here and there. You know, it's um mostly when I'm around my my mom's people. But um other than that, I'm not gonna lie to you and just say I do. But you know, when I'm in a gym setting, because you know I'm out here in Texas, you know we we're, we're around a lot of Latino culture, especially Mexican culture. So you know, when I'm in a gym, I can dial in. Yeah, definitely, man. You might want to exercise that and improve it because it'll help you out, especially. Not just inspiring, and, and, and but it'll help you out when you're in fights and you're listening to the other corners. You'll be able to know what they're talking about when they're yelling out "so, so," and they're doing all yes, that sir. stuff. Yeah, yes, you sir. you know what's up. And I'm only saying that because I had my time, you know, amongst the ranks of the amateurs and everything like that. So you, there's certain things you hear and you go, "Wait, wait, wait a minute, what is he saying?" And then you do it again and see if the guy reacts. And when they do "so," you go, "Okay, I know what he's talking about." Right, right. So what got you into boxing? Um, actually, a lot of people don't know, but I'm gonna let the cat out of the bag. What got me boxing is my uncle, my blood uncle, is one of the only world champions out of Dallas, Texas. One of the four, because um, you know we have Maurice Hooker, we have Earl Spence, Curtis Coates, who actually was the first, and then Quincy Taylor. Um, he was a WBC champion at 154. Um, he beat Julian Jackson for the WBC title. Um, and, uh, you know, that's my mom's little brother. Really? Uh, he's one, yes, sir. He's the one who got me started at nine years old. And it's it's a deep story. It's a deep story. But, you know, I'll get into it as we go. Okay. Okay. Say that. So he's he's one of the only four from Dallas. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. So Terry Norris is from where? Uh, I think Terry Norris is from. I want to say Lubbock. I know he's from Texas, though, but I want to say Lubbock. Okay. I think so. Okay, because I'm trying to recall anybody else, but I can't think of it off the top of my head right right now. So, at, at, well, at, well, we also had Donald Curry, too, but, like, there resides out of Dallas, Texas. You know, out of yeah. Texas, of course, but out of uh, Dallas. Plenty, plenty out, of da- out of Texas, but you're talking specifically yes, out of Dallas, Specifically Texas. Dallas. Only four world champions. Only four. Okay. Okay. And is, is he still working out with you and pushing you along the way right now? Yes, sir. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. That's good to know. That's good to know. Um, What's his name again? Because now I'm going to have to look him up. Quincy Taylor. Quincy Taylor. Well, that sounds familiar. Why don't I remember? He's drawing a blank right now. And he started you at, at, at nine years old. Yes, sir. Nine years old. Okay. So w- when did you finally get comfortable enough doing the amateurs or wouldn't he feel that you was comfortable comfortable enough to do the amateur circuit um with that being like i said a long story um we actually got parted you know due to him and my mom you know having a fallout so 
from about nine to maybe fifteen, I didn't even I didn't even start my amateur career. I was I started at nine. I had like three fights, and then after that, I mean, you know, they fell out, so we stopped talking. But um, I started back right at fifteen, going on sixteen years old. Um, I started back amateurs fully. Um, out of Maple Boxing, uh, Maple Gym, out here off of Butler Street in Dallas. Okay. And, and from there, I moved on to the PAL program we have out here uh, in the north side of Dallas, off of Forest Lane and Ardelia. And, you know, that's where I started mainly my amateur career. Okay. Have you had time uh, in the last couple of years to work out with any pros? Uh, yes, sir. Awesome. Mainly, yes, sir. Mainly Maurice Hooker. Um, that's one of the he's really slept on, but you know, he's fought he just fought Virgil Ortiz. Uh he's also had a big fight. Uh, he fought uh one of the guys that was a Robert Garcia as well. Yeah, he just had a he just had a fight. He just had a fight. Yeah, Jose Ramirez. Yeah, he's so you know, I've been around Mo. That was one of the first pros I actually was around. And then um I've got to be around Adrian Taylor. He's another big pro, you know, that's really slept on. I've got to meet Earl Spence numerous of times. You know, so I've been around uh Burley Brooks. Um, it's a young pro by the name of Samuel Arnold. Um, he's out of St. Louis, but no, you I, know, I, good guy. I like I like Sam. I like Sam. That's, who, that's who I'm actually training with uh right now. You know, so um, I'm with him in his camp, and you know, I'm just making my way. Okay. Um, what weight are you boxing at? In the amateurs right now. Yes, sir. I was at one. I was originally at one fifty two. Um, I tried to go down and make one forty seven, but you know that was a little hassle. So I'm at one fifty six now with the new uh weight rankings. Okay. Okay. How tall are you? I'm six foot two. Okay. So is it, okay. All right. So that makes sense. That makes yes, sense because that's one of the things I was wondering. Was like if he can't make one like one forty five, one forty six, one forty seven. What is it? So you're you're six foot two. Yes, sir. Do you know, and this is no knock on you, but you know there are people that at your weight, at your at your height, that will make one thirty. Yeah, I know okay. for sure. Okay, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that's a knock on you that you can't do it. I'm just saying there are guys who actually made that type of effort because they were just. Oh, it's it's very it's very possible. You know, mm -hmm. I just try to go with the smart. You know, with the smarter thing. Yeah, yeah, and, so and, for, right. and for certain people like yourself and others it may be too much of a hassle to to drain down and boil all the way down to that to that weight and then still be able to um fully engage with your 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 full ability and, and your skill and it's, and it's not it's it's not for everybody it's just not for everybody right now i'm yeah. not going to lie though. when when it comes time for pros like then yeah for sure 40 or 47 for sure you want to start at 40 as a pro 40 or 47 if i can make it Okay, so so when do you see yourself uh, turning pro then? Um, we're going to try nationals this year, the last nationals, and then maybe spring or summer of next year. How many national uh, ch uh, national tournaments have you been in? I've been to two. Um, I've won three Golden Gloves. You won three Golden Gloves? Awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. And, okay. Uh, yes, sir. So that's the, that's the plan. That's the plan. How many tournaments do you have under your belt? And I mean, not, 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 not tournaments. I'm sorry. Not how many tournaments. How many fights do you have as an amateur so far? I'm sorry. 
my record total is I have 38 fights and I've only lost two. Okay. Okay. Keep going, man. Keep going. Don't, don't, don't stop. Keep going. Cause there's a, there's a lot of different styles that you haven't seen. Right. And there's a lot of different things about your own style that you sh should still try to perfect within those three minute or four minute rounds that you uh, make will go that you will go through. So you should definitely work on getting getting as much as much time in, in the gym and as much time in as a in the ring as a as an amateur to make sure that you you're, that you're ready. And plus, you got Sam. Sam Sam was like a seven to nine time national champion. Yeah, you know what I mean. Seven. Seven he, crazy. That's crazy. Like Sam's record is crazy, bro. Man, his work ethic is so like, you know, it's really untouched. Like, mm -hmm. seriously. Like working with him side by side. How we actually met was um one of my older brother coaches. We he boxed with me too. He ended up dying, unfortunately. But oh man, my condolences. I didn't know that. Yes, sir. Sam actually um was training with him and us. When they were younger, but you know, along the line, you know, through sparring and through mutual friends, we actually linked back up, and um, we met back at the Earl Spence and Ugas fight, and then from there, he was just like, you know, I remember your brother, and I remember you, how hard you guys working, you know, I know you're doing this for him and his, you know, saying his memory, so like, I want you to come, you know, check us out. I love his dad. Uh, shout out to Big Sam. He's a real, real, real hardworking man. He makes sure his sons and his nephews have the best, you know, and he does his best with their career, you know. So, like, just going on and going through life, you know, with a couple of things, being out of whack, I'm still finding my way. But yeah. I'm on, alongside Sam, and, you know, he's really been a big help. He's really yeah, been a big help. Stay there. Stay there because in my conversations with Sam, Sam doesn't sound – and this is this is just me because I, I pick up on certain things when I listen to people when they, when they talk. Sam doesn't talk from a a place of uh, arrogance at all. He doesn't talk from arrogance. He talks because he already has a plan in his head and he knows what he's gonna do. Yes. And and the and and the groundwork has already been laid in front of Sam. So when, when when a person like him says, "I'm a seven time national champion," there ain't nobody else for me to beat. I'm a turn pro. He yeah. already knows what he's what he's talking about and what he's doing. So everything from this point is gaining the knowledge and, and getting the experience as he goes along in the ring. So you're around the right person, man. I like Sam. Salute to yes, Sam, sir. man. Um, do you find it hard to keep up with him when you're doing like all the workouts? Now, I'm not talking about sparring. I'm talking about like the workouts. Oh, no, no, not at all. Um, he can keep actually up? tell me, you know, I'll, I'll hold my own and I keep up with the runs, the workouts, you know. Good. So like, good. As long as you're keeping up, that's that's all that counts. Because if you're not, then you need you need to pick it up. You need to pick it up. Right. So when you do you have you had a chance to spar with him? Yeah. Uh once, yes sir. Once. Okay. And what what do you think of that? What do you get what what type of grade do you give yourself sparring with Sam? Uh, I give myself a B. I give myself a B. But why like, why a B? I was rusty, uh, you know, I was rusty coming in because I had at least six months plus ring act, ring inactivity. So, you know, I was shaking back. But um, I, I lasted through. I didn't really get tired, you know, but it's a lot of more things accuracy-wise that I could have, 
been sharp around. But okay. like I said, due to inactivity, that's the only reason. But no excuses, though. No, he's no, a no. Dog. Sam's a dog. Yeah, Sam, yeah, Sam's. And, and you're 6'2", and he's 6'3". Yes, yes. That's a crazy, man. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. That is crazy. So Dallas is known for having hot-ass weather. Yes, sir. Do you guys turn the air condition off when you guys are working out and sparring, or do you keep the air on? Oh, the air is off. It's hot. Good. Mm. Yes, sir. They, we, that's how we, that's how we, that's how we bred, how we bred that Texas heat, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's in there. I'm not going I'm not I'm not yeah, I'm not gonna give away, you know, the the, <laughs> the secrets to all yeah. that, but yeah. You know, yeah, oh you know. man, who you talking to? Yeah, man. <laughs> that 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 and for people so people don't really know it could be a hundred degrees outside, but that gym would be 125. Yeah, with the heating index. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For and, sure. And everybody in there working, everybody and in there. Working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 you know what DMX said said it's dark and hell is hot. Either you you ain't supposed to be in there or you are supposed to be in there. So that's fair. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm glad I'm glad you found you found your way back to the gym and you're getting back active and you're gonna and you keep your, uh, keeping your moment your momentum going. Do you find it hard to do that with school and everything else? Uh, no, not no. at all. I I actually graduated um, high school. I actually okay. graduated. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. When did but, you graduate? Did you graduate this year, last year? No, I graduated in 2018. Okay. 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 Well, I don't know why I thought you it's just, you, you just graduated. I must have, much got you, must have you confused with someone else. Okay. So as far as fights, you said you was at the Errol Spence fight when he fought Ugas, right? Mm -hmm. What did you think of that fight? Amazing. Yeah. Like, from the marketing standpoint, the the fan energy, his performance, you know, like really looking up to him and seeing him shake back and come back from really death almost. And yeah. doing him in the fashion that he did him in, it's like, wow. Like, it's something, it was something to see. Like, once the, in a lifetime. The part I didn't get was why Ugas just stood there, like, dude, either move or throw your hands. <laughs> you, you could there tell for? as the rounds went on, he got lost in the south, man. Man, he was so lost. He was like, yo, this motherfucker ain't gonna get off me. Yeah, like, Earl just pressed him and kept pressing him. And especially after the, you know, after the little mishap with Earl's mouthpiece, I feel like he knew when he couldn't get him right there, he couldn't clip him right there, he knew he was gone. Yeah, he knew it. I, I was. I'm. I'm looking at the TV like, move, motherfucker! Like, what you standing yeah. there for? He was real stationary, real stationary, and, real and, stationary. and not just stationary, but he wouldn't even throw his hands. It was like, hey, man, uh, you know that's Errol Spence, right? Like, he is not yeah. going to stop. Like, <laughs> there is more coming. Like, for real, as the rounds went on, he seen the and the accuracy was crazy. Like, yes. Accuracy. And once he started doubling up with one hand and then switching mm -hmm. to the other hand, I said, "Oh, you, you're gonna get, you're about to get, you're about to get hurt." Like seriously, like seriously, you could as you was watching, you can see like Earl was just turning up more and more and more, hitting that eye more and more, more and more yeah. accurate. Yeah, was, and and then he was he was turning them, he was taking yes. angle angles to Kept the inside, angles yeah. especially with the uppercut on the inside. 
Crazy. Dude, I was Crazy. sitting there looking like you have to you have to be on drugs or something to just stand there in front of a dude like that. Like Man. what makes Man. you think that standing there in front of him <laughs> is going to get you anything? Like you have to throw punches back or you have to back up and circle. Like you can't you can't just stand there in front of him. That's yeah. what Arrow, that's what Arrow look. Arrow gets in that mode. Oh yeah, you know, that's stop. bad. Yeah, because he that's about to bad. dig. He mm-hmm. about to dig. And when he dig, he getting in your chest. That's just how he is. You know. I'm glad you said that because people don't really understand understand that, and we're not really gonna uh-huh. go into what that fully is. Fact. But when, but when, when dude decide when Arrow decides to do that, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's over with. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a done deal. And, and I, deal. I I know a little bit more because I've heard things, but <laughs> you you can't stand in front of him and 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 think you gonna like no. you, you can you can take that. And then people have people do forget too. He was an Olympic boxer, you know. So like people really forget that too. Yeah, so 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 that's the part where he goes to Mikey Garcia and goes, uh, I did have quite a few amateur fights and it's called Olympic boxing. Exactly. The sport is called boxing. Exactly. I got, I got all these fights under my belt because exactly. I not do not only do I know how to bang, but I do know how to box. Exactly. My only thing with that with the fight against uh Mikey Garcia was that he didn't really like beat the shit out of Mikey. But I, but I could say, on my opinion, mm-hmm. see, I feel that it was more of like you said, a point to prove, as into where, hey, don't forget, I was, I did make it to the twenty twelve Olympics. Yeah. You know, I can box. I'm very accurate. I can show more than one thing. I'm not arguing that point because I agree right. with that. I agree with that. I was just going, man. He, if he gonna box him round nine, ten, or eleven. Right. Beat the shit out of Mikey. So Max he understands. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> right, dig right, dig right. into Mikey so he understands what it really, really is when it, when it, what, what it's like, what it really is like when people are in there with you. And he didn't do that. And I was like, damn it, man. I wish he would have done that. Just so Mikey get a clear understanding at 147, this is one of the baddest motherfuckers there is. And he right. didn't do that. Like he boxed, he just kept boxing Mikey. Now you saw him push Mikey back and pressure Mikey. But he ain't digging them like 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 he like he does like he like he can do, and that's what I wanted. I oh, really wanted him to, yeah, I really wanted him to dig in on Mikey. So Mikey just go, yo, you know what? I'm gonna go back to 140, man. Like this ain't <laughs> go where he belongs. Yeah, this ain't this ain't for me, man. One 140, 135. I, I I can't do this. He dared to be great though, so you got to give him that. No, nah, and I salute him. I'm not knocking Mikey at all. My only thing was when Arrow just kept boxing. I was like, man, Arrow. Do it, like, do it, like, give him that pressure, <laughs> give him that pressure. Let's see if he can take it. And right, he sort of like he pushed, he pushed Mikey back, but he didn't, he didn't go, he didn't go for the gusto. And I'm not saying like go full on that Terminator that we we talking about. Mm-hmm. I ain't saying go to full Terminator mode. I was just like, yo, back Mikey up and, and let him know what it's like when when you really decide to hurt people. And right. he, he didn't do that, but um, so. Since we we're talking about Arrow, I pretty much know what you're gonna answer, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. Bud Crawford, Arrow Spence, who you got? Man, I'm I'm gonna be straight honest with you. I've been getting that question a lot, 
especially with having inside sources that I can't speak on. But I'm rocking with Earl, no doubt about it. Like, <laughs> that's just my, that's just me. I'm Dallas through and through. I gotta rock with Earl. You know, like, like it's more than a, it's more than a fan pick me point. You know, and I'm not biased at all. I'm straight direct to the point. Like, I love Bud too. I'm inspired by Bud, but I'm rocking with EJ. Rocking with EJ. I don't know if I can trust you, man, because you're from Dallas, bro. Like, I can't trust that, man. I can't trust that, man. Man, I I just got to be real. Like, you got to give buddies props. Dude, a bad motherfucker. Excuse my language. No, no, say what you say. Like, dude, a bad motherfucker. Point blank, period. Like, ain't nobody seen nothing like Bud. But, Ain't nobody seen nothing like EJ. <laughs> that that, that <laughs> like, Texas boy, that, that that yo, he a bad motherfucker, man. And that's what I mean, like Earl a bad nigga. Yeah, like, man. and you gotta account, like, yeah, like I look at it like this: they both damn near superhuman because you know, in Bud younger days, he did get shot in the head and shook back. Talk, hey, talk that shit, man. But then you gotta look at Earl too. From a complete red in the tear, but then we're gonna talk about the red that you're not supposed to make it back from, like literally at all. Earl should be paralyzed, damn near. Earl shouldn't even be alive. Earl shouldn't be alive. So that's what I'm saying. Like, hey, and the shake back within almost under you want almost under a year. No, it was a year, a year, a year and some months. A year and some months. And then so to like, fight Danny Garcia. And then to come back and fight there and beat him. You know, it, and it wasn't maybe in the fashion that he's not the same. As the, but, I mean, hey, who can go through that and then do that right there? Yeah, and then he uh, – was it earlier this year or last year? He said uh, he wasn't 100% when going into that fight. He said he was, he was about 40 – he was like 40, maybe 40% going into that fight yeah, with Danny Garcia. Yeah, not yeah. yeah, I would love for him to speak on it, like actually talk about it, like going into the Danny Garcia fight, Earl. What was what like what was going on? Because I know he had another accident during that time period too. Mm-hmm. There was another accident with like a uh, with a, with a Mercedes Benz truck or something that he had. So mm-hmm. he had another accident. So I wonder was he was he shell shot? You know, like what was going on? Was he was he suffering from PTSD? Yeah, it's been especially as I'm saying, especially mentally, because that is something to really account mentally, especially, especially yeah. in where, what we do. That's the biggest thing, like yeah. you know. Yeah, and, and and during that fight, people were saying that Danny didn't throw enough punches to keep up with Earl. But when you look like at the totality of punches, they threw damn near the same amount of punches. Yeah, he just is not as active. <laughs> That's the thing. Like That's the thing. Even though Earl wasn't at, even if Earl wasn't 80%, Danny still didn't do enough to overcome what Earl was doing. And that goes back to what we were speaking on earlier, right? That boxing right. pedigree that, that Earl has. Exactly. He can bring that out. And use that to his advantage, and and he was able to do that. Now I, I have a question for you, yes sir. Because and it's only if you can answer it if you want. I'll yeah. answer it. Yes, sir. Right. Okay, bang bang. This is what I'm doing. Yes sir. 
They have Earl listed as five eight five nine. I think Earl's around five ten, five eleven. What 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 you say? Five five ten. Okay. Okay. Five nine, five ten. I say five ten, five eleven, man. Nah, nah. No. Because, because my, my brother who died, he was five eleven, six foot. Okay. And in person, you know, like Earl, I'm six two. Earl not small, you know, but Earl not that tall of a guy. Okay. You know, like okay. that's just being real. And I'm only saying that because I was walking and I caught a glimpse and I was like, I'm five eight and a half. You're not five nine. Right. You're not five nine. And and he he looked kind of big too. You know, like he wasn't at the time, this was right before he started actually staying in shape. Uh, constantly like he was like actually just walk around he's probably he looked like he was about 170 180 at the time i was like errol ain't five errol ain't five eight five nine man he got to be five, nah, ten, he five, not five eight for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely not i was like whoever whoever is doing that is 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 trying to cut it down and make him look like he's a full-blown welterweight and he not like i get it like we we know that he should be at 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 at, at super welterweight but like errol's errol's not a small dude at all now, nah, Earl not a small dude at all. Oh. He a big guy, like big frame guy. Have you had a chance to get a, a get in the gym and like work out? At least with uh, with Earl. No, nah, I haven't got that opportunity. Um, like I said, my oldest brother that I actually did. Mm -hmm. Um, I can show you in a few, but um, like I said, with Mari Sucker, like people won't believe this probably, but I seen Mari Sucker spar. 35 rounds in one, one second, one day. 35? 35 rounds. Mm. I pulled you up. I could call and get the... Get no, the no, you don't, you don't have to do that. My, so like, I want to. I just want to know, like, is it the same dude? Is it, like, three different guys every every three different... every, every Yeah, five? it was it was a it was a rotation. Rotation. Okay. But he he maxed out everybody. Really? Me, yeah, me included. I was I was sixteen going on seventeen. But oh, you were young. You were young then, though. You were yeah, young. I was just I was just about to turn open actually. But um, yeah, he <laughs> he did his thing. I want to know what's up with Mighty Mo because his last fight he got he got knocked out again, right? Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately. It's and so I I really want to know like what's going on like what what's the, what's the lapse with, with, with Mo? I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily just speak, you know what I'm saying, for Big Bro, but I feel personally, um, you know, he probably just living life and, you know, he, he might, I feel like he still got a lot more in the tank if he'll, like, change his coaches up and stuff like that. That's just my opinion. But um, I feel like if he would get with Derrick James or would have got with Derrick James, it would be a whole different outcome. That's just my opinion. I hear what you're saying. Wasn't that supposed to happen one of a one, once upon a time? Um, I'm not sure. Like with effects, I'm not gonna say that it was. But okay, you know, um, rumor with rumors. Yeah, I heard. I've heard that. I've heard that. But yeah, I, I, I heard. Would love to see that. Yes, him and Earl. Yes, actually growing up together. Yes. Know? So like, I would have really loved to see that. I, I heard there was uh, so so. I don't know. Rumor was that there was some working out and, and Mo didn't couldn't adjust well to it or whatever, but I'm not sure. 
It's just what I what I was what I was told. I'm not around it, so I can't confirm anything right. that was going on. So it's it's all speculation at this point. But right. he went he went over to the side where Bo Mac is, and he ended up liking it over there a lot more. But um, right. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know if that's a good fit for him because it seems like when he's in the ring, he has he has a like a I, so maybe it's just him where he has that mental lapse and he. You know, I, I feel like it's like an Adrian Broner type of thing. Like, you know, you get there and it maybe it's the pressure or maybe it's the, well, I've been here before. I've been hit this hard before. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. relapse. I really feel like that's what it is. So it comes with less punch output. You know what I'm saying? Not enough volume. You don't perform as hard as you may have in the gym, you know, because under them lights, it's a totally different story. Like absolutely. But I I think like like what you're saying, I think like he there may be a PTSD of, of effect to it, the whole right, concussion and right. everything. And he forgets to let his hands go. He, he forgets to circle out or slide out or whatever it may be, right. step to the side. And things that he just there there's a lapse. But I don't know because I'm not there and I don't want people mad at me. For saying what Fact. I'm saying, because Fact. they're at the pro level and I didn't make it that far. All right, but I like Mo Hooker. I, I would I would like to have seen him box this guy to the point where he got where he got him in a spot where he could just you know what I'm saying uh, just treat him like a yo-yo and move him around the ring as he as he uh, saw fit. But that's not what happened. Mike, uh, he ended up getting getting hurt or or knocked down, knocked out or whatever. Right. Yeah. But I mean, you know, hey, one thing I can say about Mo, people can't take away from that he did become a world champion. Talk about it. And he did go overseas. And that was inspiring to me because I was 17 at the time when he fought Terry Flanagan and went in his backyard to be him. You know, so like um, that was a great performance to me. And um, that inspired me even more to become a world champion. So, you know. That's one big accomplishment that nobody can take from him. Yeah. Are there any other? So, what other fights are you looking forward to coming up? Um, that's already made or like. Uh, you know what I say it like this instead of saying it that way. What fights are would you like to see in boxing? Hood EJ for sure. Yeah, we know that you we you got you got uh, EJ all the way. I already know what you're doing with that. I one. really want to see. I really want to see Wilder and AJ fight. I still want to see them fight, even though it's like kind of too far gone. But um, I no, feel it's like, not. Uh, no, it's, it's not. really not. But I mean, most people feel like it is. But um, I feel like they just mixing it up like the old heavyweights used to do, you know. And that's really good. And I I say, eventually, I want to see Boots and Virgil fight. Um. <laughs> who you got? Who you who you got in that fight? Because I, I got boots. Yeah, I got boots. I got boots. Oh, okay. All right. I know I'm from Texas, but I got boots. I like boots. If you would have said Virgil, I'd have, <laughs> I'd have been like, I get it. But now I'm now I'm definitely calling you prejudice and bias when it comes to that. Like I, I like now nah, I like Virgil. Shout out to Virgil, you know. Shout out Virgil, to Virgil. Virgil's dope. Virgil's dope. Yeah, Virgil's a, Virgil's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah. Virgil's dope, no doubt about it. I'm not gonna take nothing away but from him. Boost is special. Boost hey man, special. hey, Boost is special. There's like, nothing like him right no, now. No, and um, and... I say uh, 35. 
Um, Talk about it. it Talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. All all of them. Every last one of them. Every last one of them. Like, no specific order. Mm -mm. All of them. I want to see all of them get it on. Reality, I mark my words on this. Uh, I feel like one of the biggest money fights that's going to be made that potentially could be another Bud and EJ is Shakur and Devin. Shakur and Devin? Yeah. I hear you on that one, but I I think it would be more of Gervonta and one of those two. Of course. Of course. Of course. But I feel like they both might get that run with Tank. I feel like they both might get that run with Tank. So, so let me let me ask you this then. Yes, sir. Devin Haney versus Tank, who wins that fight? I got Tank. Okay. I'm with you on that one. All right. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Javante versus Shakur, who you got? I can't. <laughs> ah, there we I go. Can't. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I was stoked. I can't. I just got asked that question Saturday, this past Saturday. I don't know. I'm not going to lie because I like the both of them. They in my top five in the boxing right now. I like, like both of them. But Shakur Stevenson is something <laughs> different. Man, that boy is different. That's that is Man. nothing to play with. Hey, shout out to Shakur. Absolutely, Shakur Stevenson is a problem. This I'm is not a- gonna lie. Out of all our generation, like like of the upcoming new that's about to go into our prom, that's really he already kind of in his prom, young. No, like, he not. He ain't even in his prom. He, he yet. not. He not. But I mean, like you know how back in the day. It was really only Mike that was doing it young like that, you know? Yeah. But, like, and Floyd, Floyd Floyd did it at around 21, 22. Yeah. You know, but I'm saying, like, almost undisputed. From, like, your, gen- from your generation? Yeah, like, he the best. There is, only, Shak- there is only Shakur Stevenson yes. and, and Boots. That's it. Right, right. And, and I'm wanna, not going to lie. You gotta if you want to quote me or – if you want to quote me or hold me to that – we can do it, and we can bet some money later on. Oh no, that's facts. That. That's facts. But it's your corner boot. Yes, I'm not taking nothing away from Devin Haney. Devin Haney is a bad motherfucker. He beat George Cambosis with a fucking jab. I don't know yep. how you let that happen to you after you talk all this <laughs> shit. You called my man's a rat. You said all this shit about him coming to the UK. He wasn't gonna be able to survive the storm. Just that and the third, and he went over there. And he used one hand. One hand, and he beat you. And Devin Haney is one of my top fighters currently. And, and I'm saying, and I, and I want that to be known. It's not. I have nothing against Devin Haney. I think Devin Haney is dope. I think he is one of the best out there. But that goddamn Shakur Stevenson, that's something different. That's something different. Shakur is a bad man. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. is a bad Man. Yeah, and we're talking about an Olympic silver medalist. Should have won gold. So, so yeah, that's that's how I feel about that. Um, are there any other fighters from Texas that you know about that are going to be uh, coming up? That, uh, yes, that, that are coming up, I should say. Not that are coming. Yes, sir. I can put you on all of, really all of them from my area. Um, we have 
not uh, me included, we have a set of twins, bad boys, Joshua and Jordan Jenkins out of Mesquite, Texas. Bad okay. boys, those were my guys. We are Romello Thomas, um, out of Oak Cliff area. Bad boy, um, he's at one thirty five. We have Contavia Slay. He's in the lower weights, but um, he actually would went to the Olympic trials, but he wasn't old enough, so he turned pro. He's a bad boy. We got Burley Brooks. Um, he's out of the Oak Cliff area. He signed to Man Down Promotions, actually. Um, you know, he's a bad guy. Tristan Calcroof, um, out of Urban Powell. He's a bad guy. Um, we have Alex Holly. Uh, he's one of the best at one, national number one in the nation at 147 okay. out of Duncan. Um, we have who else we got? Um, I have a young protege by the name of Daniel. Uh, he's from Nigeria. He's real, real good. Um, we have one of my boys named Creighton Holmes. He actually is in the army, but he just went to this past national qualifier. He's a bad boy. Um, and it's it's plenty, it's plenty more. It's plenty more. Okay. It's plenty. Okay. So so in your downtime, what do you like to do in your downtime to 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 kind of like relax and get away from boxing and decompress? Uh I actually like being in the studio. Um, you know. Okay. Yes, sir. Like producing. And uh, my brother is actually an upcoming rapper, you know, so I co-manage him as well. And, um, you know, I help him find his sound on certain things. I song right, you know. So I'm really a jack of all trades. I could hear. <laughs> I could okay. Car. But, like, mainly studio, I could say. When I'm not in the gym and I'm like, okay, I need a break, I'll go to the studio. What software are you using as far as recording and uh, making beats, not recording? Making beats. What what software are you using? Uh, we have a Raven, and um, not necessarily. I'm learning the producing side, but um, I I mostly do the songwriting. But I'm okay. getting into the producing. Okay, yeah, the producing is where the money is at, pimp. And the songwriting, songwriting is where the money is too. But that producing, but the producing, yeah, that's you the can best. put the, if you <laughs> not and look not only just do the track. But show them how the song is supposed to go, the bridge and all that, the hook and how how you want it to sound. Like if you get involved with all that, you get a bigger percentage of the pie when you, when you're more when you're more involved in, in, in every aspect of uh, producing. For sure, that's for sure. So how long have you been doing the uh, songwriting? Uh, I say since my freshman year. Okay. Okay. Well, you're young, man. You got you got plenty of time to to figure all that stuff out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You you got you got a whole bunch of time. Have you ever had a chance to spar with uh Frank Martin, another protege under Earl? You know it's crazy. Um, that opportunity came up July, but I don't know what happened with my coach. Um, I think it was like a um like a family issue or something like that with him. So like he mm-hmm. never really got to get back to Frank. But um Frank is an opening dude. Like I DM him, he'll respond back, you know, like a, a few times, you know. He's a re- he's real good. Uh, one of the guys that I've actually got to do a sparring rotation with named Matthew and um Logan, they're out of Mesquite, Texas at Thomas Boxing Team gym. They actually got to spar with him. 
And, um, you know, they said it was pretty good work. So I'm really looking forward to that. Like, if the opportunity presents itself again, I'll jump on it for sure. As it stands right now, where do you think he ranks at the 135 division? Do you think he could keep up with the Tanks and, and, and sure. Devin Haney's? Yeah? Okay. Sure. I really feel like, Frank, my honest opinion, I feel like the only one, the few that have something for Frank at 35 would be Tank. Lomachenko and Devin, if he if he on his if he on his if Devin on his bike, I could say Devin hard to deal with boxing wise. But other than that, I really only say Lomachenko and Tank. They okay. got something for Frank. That fight because we didn't. I didn't ask you about that one. Tank Frank. versus Lomachenko. I got Tank. Okay. okay. <laughs> Uh, Devin Haney, Devin Haney versus Loma. Who you got? I got Devin. You got Devin. Okay. Okay. So we, we, we agree in there. All right. We agree in there. I just got to worry about the, these Texas conversations with you. This, that's what we have a problem. <laughs> that's what the biggest problem is. I got to watch you, man. You, you and Sam, man. Y'all think y'all be sneaking up on people with, with, with these answers that y'all be giving me, man. I'm paying attention to y'all. I'm paying attention to y'all, man. So, for you right now, have you? Do you think that there's a chance that you would be able to get in, a, in, in some sparring with uh, Virgil Ortiz? Um, it's possible. It could be possible. Um, because he's always at Urban Powell, so like, I'm welcome at Urban Powell. It would be nothing, you know, to like get a call and you know maybe join in or tap in. Okay, I love that too. That'd be great work. You should try to push for that, man. Just to see what that what what that feel like. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Sure. So the another question I have for you is, who are your top five fighters all time? All time? All time. Not currently, okay. but all time. All time? Um, no specific order? No order. I don't do order. I just want okay. to name them. Ali first. Okay. Like, off top. Um, this guy named Sam Langford that a lot of people don't know about. Like I know about Sam Lane. Old school fighter. But yeah. he was a that's dog. that's old old school too. That ain't like yeah. Yeah. Um Joe Lewis. Okay. Sugar Ray Robinson. Oh man, you gotta put the OG on there. And um oh my five, it'll be out of it'll be out of Mike and Roy. Mm. Yeah. Be if it was me, I would pick Roy, but it's your it's your fault. <laughs> but I mean, only because with Mike, like I relate, like okay. you know, we're like coming from the streets and you know mm -hmm. things of that nature. Like young Mike, though, like not. And I really, I I wouldn't take nothing from Mike fresh out of jail too. Like I would just because you gotta know what what you're going through there, and like you know as a whole. Yeah, but if we want to just be straight boxing Roy for sure because Roy was a was a <laughs> yeah he was different he was different there there was no answer for that until he lost uh his athleticism right and, and speed and he really he didn't the, the carbon fight yeah and, and, it, and it really was I don't even think it was that I think it was more so of him trying to lose that weight and get back down yeah, to like like, heavyweight I feel like this to speak on that it's like Andre Ward said um, 
imagine him completing all of that and then just going out to the sunset, hanging it up. That's like the perfect career. Nobody would have said nothing. The perfect career. All like, the critics that hated Roy <laughs> would have been even more upset about like his if career. Roy could have took one thing, if Roy could have talked to Andre Ward, you know, or like you know what I'm saying? Like if that could have that, like, that was that was the homie. Like that was OG yeah. and, and the young G. You That's know what, what I mean? mean? Like, man, that would have been the perfect career. Like you heavy, we become heavyweight champion of the world. Like, man, that's crazy. If it were me and I could have spoke to Roy, I would have said, Roy, take the year off. Take the year off. Because you're not losing weight. You're losing muscle. You fought a guy at heavyweight. You're 5'11". I would say one thing about greatness, I say, it's the ego that we get to build up and the supreme confidence that be our enemy. Absolutely. (laughs) It be our enemy. Like, Absolutely, you know, and, and, no. and, and, and I'm gonna say this as an older, as an older man to a young G like yourself, my ego is in check, and I see from dealing with you, your ego is in check when it has to be. But yes, when, when, when you talking about about Roy Jones and his prime, he don't have to have no ego in check because he know he can beat damn near anybody walking up. Yeah, planet. he a bad, he the baddest. <laughs> Absolutely, like, he the so, baddest. He looking at Antonio Tarver like, yeah, you know, yeah, you nice, but you ain't, you ain't me, right? You, you can't do nothing with me. But the but thing about the thing that, that was, ain't to forget, like the art of war. You can never underestimate, never underestimate your opponent. And the other thing about it is, again, you're going to want one, one to, you went from one seventy five to two hundred and five, two hundred and ten pounds. The correct preparation, the correct preparation, right? So that's did, all muscle. And then yep. to to lose that, you need to at least take a year off to do it the right way. Because we're talking about muscle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when you watch that first fight, you look at Roy, his body looks soft. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like, oh, man, yep. the, de- the definition wasn't the really definition there. Was gone. It, it was, was like, gone. oh, man, he looks soft, man. And after that, I was like, yo, if he do this again, he should just take another year off, man. You got to take a year off to get yourself back because your body's in shock. That's fact. Yeah, so um, Roy Roy Jones is one of my favorite fighters of all time. Man. Oh, for, it, sure. for and, sure. And and this is how I look at when you say when I say like a top five, whatever. When I say top five, I think about guys that right now, if I get into a fight with five other guys, who am I gonna go get? Right. You understand know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna get Roy. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna go get Roy. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go get Archie Moore. I'm gonna go get yeah, uh, Archie. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go get uh, uh, Sugar Ray Robinson. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go get Marvin Hagler. You know what I mean? Yeah, Marvin Hagler. And we gonna thump. And we gonna thump. Y'all can do whatever. Y'all can say whatever y'all want to. But when they show up, we clearing out everything. Oh yeah, everything is open. It's open. Yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> so what you think about what's what's been going on in the heavyweight division? We we see. Uh, Deontay Wilder, he's coming back. We just saw a couple uh, uh, over a weekend or two ago. We saw Andy Ruiz versus Luis Ortiz. Um, it, it, the the, the, say, uh, the heavyweight division is bubbling right now. Like what? Right. Who I do you think is going to come out on top? I'm not going to lie. Uh, I love Deontay. 
Okay. I do. Like, to me, like, yeah, he could box better than that, but he got what worked for him. God gifted. Can't take mm -hmm. it away from him. He only lost to one man. And yeah. he, then that one man is the best heavyweight of our time. That's just facts. So, like, um, that's that's true. That's uh, true. I say if Fury doesn't come, because he's trying to come back out of his little retirement gap. If it's not him, I'm going. I'm going for Wilder. Like that's just where I want to. Okay. Put my money at, like, because I feel like this. Is how I feel like it could play out. I say, let's say Tyson Fury come back. He just offered AJ a fight, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure if AJ mentally ready to just take that. So he fight Usy. I feel Fury will beat Usy. That's just my. I, I do too. I do too. You're not alone Fury with that. Fury beats Usy. Fury gets undisputed and point blank period. He already got the linear on the WBC. All he needs is a mother build. He the best heavyweight of this time period. So let's say he vacates, right? I feel that Wilder should get an opportunity. First, if not, if if they if AJ doesn't want to, you know, take that opportunity, which I'm sure he would be in line for it. I feel like Wilder should be able to at least be the number two spot. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But after three fights, you want to see a number four? I mean, not with Tyson Fury. What I'm saying, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Like, I'm not saying that. And I okay. still will ride with him. I still, I'm still riding with him. I'm but not. I'm just saying, like, I don't want to. No, I don't want to see that. I don't. I don't want to see my dude get hurt. I don't want to. I don't want to see that. Tyson Fury got his whole book, yeah. but these other boys don't. They ain't been in there with him. They and haven't. he still. And you got to think about it. He's still dangerous. He's a dangerous man. Absolutely. Like, he showed in the last fight with Fury that he was still dangerous. Like, he's still dangerous. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And these boys, they don't have the background. They might have stories. Everybody has a story. But, like, the mental push, it takes people to understand about Fury. Like, that's why he is how he is. Because when you come from that rock bottom, you got nothing but to go to the top. You can't go nowhere else. I'm glad you said that because I've been trying to explain that to people. And I keep I keep trying to say, like, you all are looking at him as an Anglo-Saxon, a white man, right. pale face. Right. Yeah, I don't really know his story. Yeah, the other, other part about uh, Tyson Fury's story is that you can't just call yourself the Gypsy King. You have to earn that in the streets. You got to earn it. You got to earn it. <laughs> if, yeah. And if you if you don't know anything about fighting, street fighting, or anything like that, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Tyson no. Fury couldn't just make that name up and call himself the Gypsy King. He had to beat every motherfucker that thought they was the baddest person to get that name. Yeah, and he did just that. He did that. He can't yeah. just he can't claim that name. He can't just say I'm the I'm the king. You gotta earn it. Yeah, this ain't rap music. This ain't rap music where you know yeah. you can just say a bunch of shit online or whatever. You know, and what people I mean? believe it. Yeah, right. yeah. Like you got to go out there and knuckle up with these right yeah. here and show everybody that you really are about that shit. That's that's right. different. That's different. So it's not that he's not mentally tough and. 
I know I understand people think that he cheated this, that, and the third. Well, whatever he did. He did it multiple times, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if he did actually do this shit, like, I don't condone it. But when right. he get in that ring, man, like, dude is a problem. A dude beast. is a problem. He a beast. And, and we, we sat beast. here and they said, oh, he couldn't knock people out. He couldn't knock. He, could, he can't do this. He can't, he can't do that. We seen him knock. Uh, even Dylan White is chinny. Mm-hmm. He put Dylan White away, you know. He put uh, Wilder away once or twice or whatever it is. So, you know, like th- there's examples of this dude knowing what to do when he's in the ring. Oh like, yeah, he knows what to do. Like he has, and he's one of those guys with a deep toolbox as well. And we, oh yeah, and we're not we're not giving him his credit for having, or, or they're not giving it, that him the credit for having it. But yeah, they're um, not at all. Yeah, but I for sure give him his credit. Yeah, for sure. I do believe if he fights Usyk, Usyk has to go in there and fight, and I don't think he that he's gonna he's gonna do that. Yeah, because he's just a slick boxer. That's all he got. Well, that's and that's cool until another slick boxer meets another slick boxer, and the bigger, with, better, with a way, with way more weight, a way better win. Yeah, good luck. A way better mentality, a savage mentality. Is like. Beat, you beat. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think people understand. They go, "Oh, Usyk is very skilled. He is. He's he's like one of the best skilled fighters that we've ever seen." Oh yeah, that's but that. But that's still Tyson Fury, and he's always going to figure out a way to get to get the win. And he's shown that already. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I don't see I don't see anybody beating him. I don't unless, think. unless it's the young, the young boy Jared Anderson, I, I guess the only person I see giving him some uh, problems, and they're not gonna fight. So yeah, they're not because Jared still got a lot, a lot of way to go. Yeah, and um, but as far as who else could be there, I would love to see Anthony Joshua versus Fury. I would love to see Wilder oh, yeah. versus Fury. I know that fight got was talked about a couple times, and offers were sent is from what they were saying, but. Those are two guys that I would love to see fight, man. Yeah, I'd love to see AJ. AJ versus Oh, man, what? Man. Because <laughs> you got to think, that's like, that'll be like our George Foreman, Muhammad. Yeah, Ali, man. Is that? Jordan, Larry Holmes, like, it'll be that. It'll be that. Our Vander Holyfield, Lenny's Lewis, like, that's what we. That's going to be a shootout. That's going to be that's a shootout. I honestly um, feel like though personally, I feel like well, they're gonna get him out of there. <laughs> like I believe so. I believe I believe because I believe that's a, a fight where he's just gonna keep lining you up and lining you up mm-hmm. and lining you up. And then the moment you make that one bad mistake, you're gonna wake up and you're gonna be in the hospital. So yeah, for sure. Or you're gonna be waking up and you're gonna go in. For those who don't know, if you've never been knocked out, usually when you wake up from a knockout, you go, what happened? <laughs> I think it I think it'd be one of those moments. But I don't want to take anything away from AJ as well, because I believe AJ is a good boxer. But that's oh, a yeah. fight. That's a fight where I think AJ would have to press Deontay Wilder. Not gonna lie though. The only thing about AJ that like I lost respect for. It, now his work well inspired me by him is his work ethic. He's a gold medalist, you know, and he he has he is two time heavyweight champion. But like 
it's his it's his way that he kind of quits. Like I don't like that. Like I feel like he portrays grit, but he really don't have it. He kind he kind of just like falls back doing doing yeah, certain like, parts of the fight. He retreats. And yes. Where, okay, it may yeah. be smart on the health end, but like man, we ain't here to live or die. Like that's just yeah. facts. So like, hey. And they tell wow. you that they tell you that in the gym. Yo, if you get oh, to yeah. this point where this dude is doing that and he don't go full off on you, yeah, walk him down, like get him, let him know, either let him know or get him out of here just so he knows that he actually dealing with a dog because you can't have nobody in there teeing off on you. Yeah, and you can't. What, what round was that in the round nine or ten when he let Usyk throw like four, five, six, seven consecutive punches and he did nothing? I was like, what the fuck are you I doing? I think ten, but like he just was picking off on me. Yeah, I was like, like, like what? Yeah, I was like, what are you doing? Like, go, go get him back. Get that back. They tell you in the gym if if the dude hit, yo, get your leg back. Man. Oh yeah. They oh, always yeah. tell you get your leg back. So that was one of those things I I, I worried about. I, I worried about. You know, like. Oh no. <laughs> and, 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 can you imagine if Deontay Wilder were were a, a combo puncher? Oh my god. <laughs> right. Think about that. If he had a jab and he combo punch, and I'm not talking bad about him, I'm just saying, you know, if you thought if you thought about no, it's facts, it's the obvious. You know, it's you stating the obvious, like you know, but that'll be like crazy. Man, that'd be crazy. That'd be wild if you could if he was working behind his jab and also he went oh yeah, and then the one big shot boom, like man. And by the time you realize it'd be too late. That's crazy. It'll be too late. His power is is something unreal, though. Yeah, that's dude to be six foot six, six foot seven, 212, 215 pounds, and crack like that. Oh, yeah. That means that means that his legs, wherever it's coming from, I think it's coming from his shoulders and his back. I don't know where it's coming from, but I feel like it's coming from his soul. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Wherever that's it's coming that's from, that country strength, like, and it is for real, like, he you know, got like that. Because I'm not gonna lie, Deontay remind me of like, like my big cousins, like street fighters, like mm-hmm. the ones you like. Okay, I got somebody for you. Hold up, yeah. And you go to him, and then it's just like, <laughs> yeah, <And laughs> everything. They go. Yeah, everybody goes to sleep at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Deontay Wilder remind me of. Yeah, that, sure. everything everything he touched, like it just just goes out. And for sure. But I just wish that he would have worked on that. Um yeah. and had more of a Thomas Hearns approach, you know, hide it. Just I hide honestly it. feel like my opinion, I I feel I felt him with the going out on his shield. But I also feel like his biggest one of his biggest mistakes, unless it was some personal stuff was letting Mark Breland go. Because if you know boxing and, like, really know who Mark Breland is, like, that's one of my, like, real, like, real idols for the amateurs. Like, that's somebody that you should have killed, like, seriously, and listened to. Yeah. But, like, we talked about, like, maybe it might be sometimes what you work on. Not every fighter does what they work on. I'm going to just be honest. Yeah. Like, when they get in those moments, especially with him, I feel like with him being on a knockout high, like 
I'm just knocking out everything. I only need one punch. You block out your skills, and then somebody like Fury come along, and you meet your maker. Well, so, that's the thing that they say uh, as far as skills go. When all else fails, you're going to go back to the thing that you started with. The, the, your, your, you're going to go back to your basics. And we, we see when he gets hurt, he just starts throwing punches all over the place and he gets yeah. uh, he gets uh, frazzled or whatever it is. And he, he just unravels. So it's, and I'm not knocking him or anything, but it just it just shows that there is a there his base of what he's supposed to do just isn't there. When you see Thomas Hearns get hurt, even though he's not the best at holding and grabbing guys, if right. he does decide to get on his bicycle and start the box, he does well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He does sure. well. It's usually when he's too close to a guy, he can't get his he can't get his uh, shots off. I feel like Wilder, a good place for Wilder would be it, I actually could be with um with um Kronk Jim. It could be. Or it could be, I even want to see him with, with Coach Derrick. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I, I thought that going with Coach Derrick would be a great thing too. But even if I he did like crunk, even if he did crunk, uh Sugar, it was a Jonathan Sugar Hill yeah. or whoever it is, Jonathan whoever it was, even if it was with them, it would be the same thing going for oh, yeah. Using your jab and, and working and hiding the right hand, you know, it's just right like, hand. yeah, you hiding the right hand, but like the way look at the fighters they produce, like Mark Breland, Tommy Hearns, uh, Gerald McClendon, yes, sir. Like, seriously, like, dangerous guys know how to deliver their punches with accuracy and really hurt you, yeah. like, seriously, and that's what he need. I feel. Yeah. But you know he is approaching the end of his career, so like yeah, and there's no I knock on Deontay like, Wilder, no knock on him at all. But I feel like he, it would be too late to kind of implement those type of things and get him to change up the way that he goes about doing, um, his, go about his execution of oh yeah of his skill sure. set. So and, and it's not to it's not to talk bad about him because I like Deontay Wilder, but um, when you're looking at it and you're going yo, if he could do this and he could do that, it's kind of like. When I'm looking at him going, it was kind of late for that now because everybody knows what they expect out of him and his skill set. So, so yeah. it's like, you know, it's like neither here nor there. He just really going for what he knows. Yeah. Uh, and, and I hope he, if he was to ever hear this, I hope he doesn't get upset because it's not to talk bad about it. It's just to say that at this point now, if you haven't developed that, you most people won't take the time to work on it at this at this level. Yeah, especially when you've been through it. He's been through it. It's like, well, I knocked out all these guys, and it's been working. So, hey. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the other part is that we have to also consider that Deontay Wilder really didn't care for boxing. His whole thing was trying to figure out a way to take care of his daughter. Exactly. It was more of a, like, I got to make a way. Yes, it was a, it was a necessity. It was an emergency. How can what's the fastest way to get somebody to take care of my daughter? So if we're talking about Deontay Wilder, we also have to salute him for doing that and figuring out the best way to maintain a lifestyle for his daughter to make this, make sure that she could live her life um, right. better than what she did have. So he succeeded on that level. 
he succeeded at that. But as far as boxing goes and and the the tricks of the trade, the the, the skills and everything like that, that's something I just he, he you know he kind of just said, "Yo, I'm I'm not worried about that. I'm trying to take care of my kids." So, but like you said, like the other part to that is uh, what you said was. You knock out 40 fucking people, you kind of get comfortable with just knocking people out. Yeah, like, you're going to get comfortable with that pattern. And it's a high. Like, mm-hmm. even ego off. Because it's like, I can knock out anything I touch. I'm not worried about running. I'm not worried about jump roping. Or I just want to spar. Knock them out. So it's like, yeah, like... And when you, know, you get used to that, you know that 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 becomes a habit. I'm I'm used to that because this is what I do all the time. So, well, we get to see we get to see him when he comes back October 15th. We get to see what he's I made. Like, uh, yeah, you know, I feel like that's a good fight for him. Like you know, a good tune up fight for him. And... Oh, is he still there? So when you turn, so how long do you, again, go back to that. How long do you see, will it be before you turn pro? I say within the next year, within the next year. Okay. Within the next year, for sure. I'm not going to put a specific time on it, but I've had talks. And like I said, we was, you know, looking for a tour spring, summer next year. Really? Oh, so soon then. Okay. Okay. I was thinking about two or three years down line, but you know better than I do. Um, when you enter, do you know what weight class you want to enter in at? 47 for sure. You going to really go for 47? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to try to be a champ at 47? Yeah, for sure. Yeah? yeah. Will, you, will you try to go for undisputed or just, just to be champ? Um, just to be champion 47, but I want to be undisputed at 54 mm-hmm. or at 160. Okay, okay. All right. I, I like that. I like the sound of that. I don't hear a lot of guys saying that, so that's why I ask you. Most guys just say, you know, I just want to be a champion. Like, because one of the biggest things, like I told you, my uncle was a world champion one time, but um, he got the WBC, so... I feel like at, at 54, so I feel like I want to outdo him. That's just, you know, with being the new generation. Like, you know, I got something to uphold and to beat, a record to beat. So, you know, like, I want to accomplish that for sure. Do you have any brothers that's, that are boxing? Um, Only only my brother, they end up getting killed. That, okay. Everybody else All right. does music. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, so so what else is there to do besides you doing beats and, and producing? What else is there that you get into away from uh boxing? Like I said, couldn't hear. Okay. Okay. Can you see yourself open up your own shop one day? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Like me and Lil Sam talking about that all the time because a lot of people don't know as well. Big Sam has his own barbershop and he's a certified barber okay yes sir okay. so you know yeah man that's so a good yeah. thing man make sure that you uh get some businesses under your belt that way you don't you don't have to worry about depending on boxing uh all the time and 
Oh yeah, you know, smart investments for yeah. sure. Yeah, that way you can just work out and, and you can you can train without being worried about where your next meal gonna come from, and you got things that that'll keep that that keep money in your pocket and help you out without just having just getting a ring and, and, and pummel guys for a living. Sure. You know, sure. you won't you won't have to take a a, a five thousand dollar fight just to feed yourself. You would just have money rolling in, and you will have assets that accrue. Yes, money sir. for you while, while you're doing things into, looking into um investing into eighteen wheelers as well okay and high, and high shot tricking okay i got two brothers my older brothers with their cdls you know but um we're just looking forward into going into that too as well learning that industry and you know possibly investing into that later down the road Good, good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you you're already taking notice of that and, and getting yourself involved and in, in stuff like that. Are there any other fights that you 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 want to see coming up? Uh, I say I want to see Tank shut up, Ryan, <laughs> for sure. But I don't. Uh, I don't think we'll ever get that fight, man. But what I really want to see, despite what we both know, what everybody want to see, um, let me see. I want to see Canelo. I want to see Canelo versus David Benavidez. That's a good fight. Mm -hmm. That's a good fight for sure. Yeah. Um, Canelo, David Benavidez. Who else? Oh yeah, I want to see my boy Ma fight Jamal for sure. I just wanna, I just wanna see him fight a worthy opponent. I feel like he should get Triple G Canelo winning. Yeah, but I don't think either one of those guys wanna fight, wanna fight Jamal. <laughs> they don't, they don't, they don't. And, and I say, and I say this: even if Jamal doesn't knock either one of them out, Canelo or or Golovkin, even if he doesn't knock them out, they are gonna get an ass beat. Oh yeah. They're going to oh, get yeah. an ass beat. Behind that left jab that he got, they're going to get an ass beat. I'd love to see Boo-Boo, Andrade, and Jamal fight. I already know who you got in that fight, but I think that I think that Boo-Boo is... <laughs> yeah, I'm not even... I'm not even... I'm not even going to even... You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to even ask you. I'm not going to even uh, ask you because I already know how this is going to go, but I do... Another fight I want to see is the dude that's going to get ready to fight Baval or uh, Zerto. Ramirez, yeah, I would. I like to see him and David fight too. Yeah, they they, they, they sparred a lot. They sparred a lot. Yeah, so, I like to see that fight. Yeah, David already said that. He said that'd be a great fight. He said because they had so many rounds of sparring. He said, you know, David him and different though. Yeah. David is bad motherfucker. Yeah, I talked to someone that uh does some filming. Shout out to Al. Al, I asked Al. I said, hey, what is it like watching David and sparring? He said, what you see during a fight. He said, "That's what David." He said, "That's what David is in sparring." Mm. He said, "He said David goes a hundred percent or harder," and he he said, "There is no." He said, "There is no breaks. It's all gas with David." Yeah, David a beast. Yeah. Sure. yeah, I would say David is a beast. Have you ever seen him at some? At, at, even though he's knocking guys out, uh, the fight he had with uh, Ronald Ellis. If you look at the end of the fight, he wasn't even breathing hard. Mm-mm. I don't it's think a- he used a lot of energy when he fight. 
I feel no. like he over he overwheels dudes. Yeah, but I also think that he's in such good shape that it's yeah. His conditioning is yeah, like his conditioning crazy. is crazy. So the 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 output rate that he has is is perfect. It's tailor made to what he does because he's working behind his jab. And if if that get jab starts catching you, then you know you are already in trouble. And then he starts yep. putting the punches together and he starts throwing hard body shots and everything. And it's it's just all a, a avalanche after that. Oh yeah. He just like he hard to deal with, like. Mm-hmm. David is a big guy too, and he quick, like very, very quick. And then he has a lot of value, so you know a lot of value in his punches. So that's really like, uh, it's really like unpredictable. Yeah, you wouldn't probably expect somebody like that to do that. I can't wait to see what Cool Boy Steph uh, does next. I hope he oh, gets. Oh yeah, I forgot about. School. I hope yeah. Oh, I, I hope he school. gets. I hope he gets undisputed at that weight class because the the other two belts are over on um, the zone. Um, I forgot I the guy's yeah, name. I got. I like Scoop. I like I him a lot. I do for too. sure. He's a beast for oh, sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then you hear Raiz Alim. You know he he said he wants some of that smoke too. So. Mm-hmm. I like I like Rice. I think Rice is a nice is a, is a nice nice fighter. Yeah, he real he real good. He real good. But Scoop he different. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, I'm he not I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not going to hold you on that one. Scoop is definitely he, he definitely a different dude, especially when he gets in there and spars with uh with Boots, you know what I mean? So Yeah, and that tells a lot too. Yeah. And and I heard from what I was told, they said that uh, Boots pushed him and sparring for that last fight that he had with uh, 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 Brandon Brandon Figueroa. They said he, he was in there uh, pushing him back to make sure that he was ready for that fight. So That's a good fight. Yeah. But for him, I feel like he picks, he gonna pick those best of stuff for sure. Hell yeah. yeah. Hopefully, hopefully Eddie Hearn has gonna be over there procrastinating and he make that fight happen, man. <laughs> make that Eddie shit Hearn. happen, man. He's smart. He know he don't want. <laughs> yeah, but I like I like it. I like Eddie Hearn. He he does decent business moves. But come on, man, like put them fights together. Let's get them belts, man. Stop acting like you know what I'm saying. Y- y'all doing something with them belts over there, dude over there sitting on the shelf. He ain't doing nothing. No, nah, seriously, like he he need to make a lot of stuff happen for sure. Yes, he really does. Yes, sir, is there any clothing line or anybody you want to shout out before we get up off of here, my man? Oh yeah, um my bro. It's uh stay gnarly right here. Okay. You know, that's my childhood friend said that's his clothing line. You guys can follow him at Stay Gnarly on IG. Um another clothing line, two out of Dallas. One is my sponsor named Height District. Uh, they're gonna be one of my upcoming sponsors when I make my pro debut. And then 2828 clothing uh by Vadon. Yes, sir. Um, and then I want to give a big shout out to my oldest brother, um, Lakarian. He goes by Q. Everybody can follow him on Instagram, Facebook at LAHQ900. He's on all streaming platforms. Um, you know, we're pushing him to, you know, make him pop as well. He's doing pretty good numbers out here in Dallas. So, you know, we're trying to expand. Is he? Is he? Uh, is he? Is he? Hit? What, what type of music does he do? Is it? Is it drill? Is it? Is it street? Is it lyrical? Uh, 
Conscious, what is it? I would say he an all around artist. Okay. He can harmonize. Um, he can street rap, lyrical rap. Um, he can sing. You know, so it's a he's an all around artist. Okay. I would say it's rap for sure, but he's an all around artist. Like if you like people like Blue Dirk or Young Blue, you know, or um, if you like people. I would say J. Cole too, but um he not he not necessarily going for that route. It's more like a little dirt type of thing, you Okay. know, like a melodic type of type of ear. Or even Okay. little baby as well. Okay, I like Lil Baby. He be saying some shit in some of his songs. I like dude. He Yeah, cut he up. slept on. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he be slick talking. Yeah. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, this was another episode. I appreciate my guest jumping on here with me today. I wish him nothing but success and the best as far as his amateur career goes and his upcoming future professional career sir i appreciate you thanks for jumping on here with me and getting this done no doubt man one more thing before i go shoot we don't know when it's gonna be made okay but i say this my prediction for bud and oh ej my goodness <laughs> y'all know who i got and i'm rocking with earl but i honestly feel like the first fight is gonna be a draw and we're gonna go for a trilogy that's what i think I don't think we're going to get a trilogy. Unless the money is You right, don't think so? I, I don't think we're going to get a trilogy. I think... It'll be a it'll be a double fight for sure, though. I don't know, because I think EJ is tired of holding his weight. He's been holding his weight for 10, 12 years, and he's tired of holding 147. Dude is too big to be walking around at 147, man. I'm sure he Oh, wants yeah, to for eat sure. a steak right now. I know for sure if Earl win, he going to move up. Yeah, man. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely, I know that for a fact. He ain't, I ain't, I ain't got, look, I got the belt. Shit, I, you can have all of them now. And then it's not, it's not no buddy for me. It's not no buddy, but when I'm sorry, I did, you know, All right, get I'm up just off cool. my mans, dude. Get up off my mans. Get up off my mans, dude. Straight up, man. Y'all gonna stop. Y'all gonna stop. Y'all gonna stop talking about bud like this, man. I'm telling Hey, you. look, I'm not saying nothing. I told you, but a bad motherfucker, but. Earl's a bad. He, he just he the bitch. He the bitch. Okay. Right? He We the gonna bitch. find out. Hopefully they make this they uh they get this uh thing done real soon so we can have something done uh in November because if Fingers if crossed for the day for sure. yeah Fingers if crossed if for the if day. don't nothing happen real soon I don't think we gonna get it. I don't think we gonna get it. Nah, it's gonna happen. It's They gonna better happen. they better make they better get to it. Shit. <laughs> If not, if not, I'm I'm off of it because this would be another Floyd Mayweather Pacquiao situation. We have to wait till they move up to Yeah, 154. nobody wanna see them when they thirty Yeah. five, thirty. You know, like Bud almost thirty five. Yeah, he on yeah, 31, 32, right? 33 right now. 32, right? 33 Nobody right now. wanna see Bud when he thirty eight, thirty nine, and Earl almost thirty five. Like they in their primes right now, Yeah, let's get for that sure. done. But again, I appreciate you jumping on here with me, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, this Yes, has sir. been another episode of Full Profits Podcast. And as usual, remember the mission statement when you're striving for greatness. God never puts you in the driver's seat when it's taken. Young G, I appreciate you jumping on here with me, man. I wish you all the best No of success problem. Thank in your you. career. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Take care. You too.